Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. I just want to thank all of you uh, who have recently given me a follow. I appreciate that so much. I just uh, realized that I haven't really attached any of my handles on here. So if you have any thoughts or feedback, I'd love to hear from you. My Instagram is Jenny Lang. That's spelled like J-E-N-N-Y l-l-e-n-g and then my twitter is the same i just created my twitter recently as well because before i didn't really didn't know how to use it but i created it just for uh, my podcast so everything i do tweet is just everything i talk about on my podcast so do give me a follow also if you can please give me a five star review that'll actually put me further when people are searching for for topics related to my podcast it'll pop up a lot more frequently so please if you can do that I would really appreciate it so today we are going to talk about how to stop overthinking now this is a problem that I used to tr- struggle with so much and I th- I think that you know we just haven't learned to we haven't been taught to deal with certain thought processes, you know, and we kind of grow up to thinking that it's very normal to be overthinking, but there's actually a solution to, to overthinking and having anxious thoughts. There's a way around it, or there's a way through it actually. And I just wanted to share it with you because that's something that I used to struggle with a lot. But um, I was reading this book called Letting Go, which I mentioned earlier. It's a book written by David R. Hawkins. And it basically talks about the pathway of surrender. And when I read this book, I was already kind of formulating my own solutions to my my anxious thoughts. When I had a therapist, uh, she really helped me to kind of remove myself from that situation that was causing me a lot of anxiety, right? So when you're all of a sudden, you feel your body tense up and you feel yourself uh, getting really anxious, it's a good idea to kind of step step away from that current environment. So for example, if you're if you're sitting down on the couch or if you're sitting at your office space and you just get that, you know, that anxious feeling, and your body starts to tense up and you start to think all these things, it's a it's a really good idea to kind of step away and get some fresh air. That does so much. Or if you can't step away, then it's it's a really good idea to to focus on your breathing, right? To take these deep breaths, um, hold it for as long as you can, and then slowly release it. It's all about the slowness, right? So take in a slow breath as deep as you can, hold it for as long as you can, and then release it slowly. And once once you do that, it, it kind of tells your body and your brain that you are in a safe space, that you're safe. Your body can't actually um, decide the situation. Your mind, if you're anxious, your mind is telling you that we have to prepare for, for danger, right? And so your body kind of tenses up because it's, it's ready to like fight or flight response, right? But actually, your body is quite safe. It's just your mind telling it that it's not. So 
it's it's really important for for you to do that those breathing exercises because it helps to tell your brain and tell your brain that you're okay you're okay you just need to you just need to breathe and then it'll it'll slowly realize that it's actually safe and it doesn't need to be in that fight or flight response so that's a very practical way of um initially treating those anxious moments when she first mentioned when my therapist first mentioned to me to step away and trying to distract myself right from those anxious thoughts i asked her i was like that was not how i was dealing with this because every time i would have an anxious thought i would i would think that it was my responsibility to investigate and go deeper into it and figure out why exactly i was having this anxious thought right it's like oh this is my anxious thought. This must be a trigger. There must be a reason to why I'm anxious. And that, guys, that's so wrong. That is going to lead you to overthink so much out of your mind. It's going to drive you literally insane because those thoughts, the thoughts that you have, that those anxious thoughts that you have, they're, they're self-enforcing. They, the thoughts, they breed more thoughts and it, it keeps you in this loop where you're going down the rabbit hole and you're just thinking crazier and crazier and crazier scenarios and your brain is telling you that it's, it's all true. But that's why it's really important to step out, right? And to kind of shift your focus away from it. And you can always come, you can always come back to that thought, but you have to re-regulate yourself to kind of like that safe baseline first, that normal regular baseline first before you go back to visit that triggering, that triggering thought. When you're feeding a thought and then you, when you keep feeding that thought, it's going to reinforce it, right? It's going to uh, make it appear more real and more accurate it's going to make you think that that is actually the situation that you're in a lot of times when we get anxious thoughts there's kind of a theme if you're struggling with an anxious thought it's important to ask yourself like is there a theme to it what exactly triggers me so much that makes me get into this anxious state is it do you what do you overthink about do you overthink about your relationship that you're currently in do you overthink about your job and your career or money do you overthink about your health we have to really zoom into these themes because it helps us kind of approach it in a more in a more specific and niche way, right? I used to overthink a lot about my relationship because it was either an unfulfilling one or a toxic one, right? So I was always overthinking about whether I needed to end the relationship or whether I was just not not trying hard enough. And so you have to know what exactly is making you overthink about these situations. But if you're in a relationship where it is making you really overthink, that in itself is a red flag, right? Because because you're in such close proximity with this person, it's really hard to think clearly when you're always with them 100%. So that's why if you're I my my advice, honestly I'm not a professional or anything. So like my experience, what I had to do was separate. Like I needed space to really gather my own thoughts and have space from that person so I could really ascertain like 
what it is that I'm actually feeling. Because a lot of times when we are in these codependent relationships, we we need that independent time to think. We need that space, right, for to to kind of gain our individualism, to 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 give us kind of a sense of our own selves without the other person affecting it. But a lot of times when we're in these codependent relationships, we actually can't even stand the thought of being away from them for more than an hour, right? We're, we're so anxious the second that they leave. We're like, oh my goodness, I, I feel I'm so mad about this. I'm really sad about this. I, I just need him here so that I can, you know, feel like I have that kind of control, not exactly even over the person, but like the control over the whole situation to, to feel that you've kind of gained some like a sense of control over the relationship. But why do you feel that way? It's because you feel so chaotic, like your relationship is very chaotic. You don't know which way is up, which way is down, because you're just so absorbed in into each other's space. You can't really think straight. And that's kind of causing all of that overthinking, right? And so for me, I had to really focus on my every if I do ever overthink, start overthinking or start experiencing these anxious thoughts. The first thing that I always do is make sure that I have my individual time and my space to be alone in in my own thoughts and to really charge, recharge my my battery. Right. Because relationships take take a lot of work it's not just your energy you're dealing with you're also dealing with the other person's energy and so it's like it's like you have to fill your own cup first before you can start before you can fill the other person's cup or else it it just feels like you're you're just taking uh, each other's energy in the most kind of toxic and unfulfilling uh way (sighs) so yeah on uh, Another way to stop overthinking if you're also experiencing uh, anxious thoughts in your relationship is that what, what you're lacking is that secure relationship, right? That structure where you kind of release all desire to control and you're not playing guessing games. And that's because that in a secure relationship, you guys treat each other the way that you want. And in a secure relationship, it takes a two secure people to be in a secure relationship, right? You have to be secure in your own self. That's so important, okay? Do not exclude yourself out of this oh, this equation because the, the the solution or the key to having a healthy and secure relationship is that you have to be healthy and secure person in order to um and uh in order to participate in this in this type of relationship dynamic. And then another thing is he has to be uh, a secure and healthy man, right? He has to be a secure man. So what does that what does that take? Is that he he can communicate, right? And it's important that if you want to be in a secure, which I'm sure everyone wants to be in a secure relationship, but to get that secure relationship, you have to be with a man who values consistency and communication. Those are two really, really, really big ones for me because for me, I am someone who really appreciates structure. Like I I like stability. Um, you know, I'm a Taurus moon. I love my stable, stable life. I I mean, I, I'm a spontaneous. I love surprises and things like that. But I'm talking about like you're not guessing what time he he's gonna 
you know, show up at your place. Like it's not going to be, he's not going to be showing up at your place at like 2 a.m. And then you have no idea where he's been at, you know, just being able to communicate these things. Like if, and it's all about expectation, of course, there's going to be expectation in a relationship, but that there's nothing wrong with having certain expectations in your relationship, how he's going to show up, how you're going to show up. But what's key to all of this is that you communicate your expectations you know what he's expecting from you and then he knows what you're expecting from him okay so yeah just a man that can communicate and a man that is consistent and those are those are like the basic things girls like but yeah so the first thing to do in order to stop overthinking is to release the need to be all knowing oh my goodness this is so important and it took me a long time to realize that as well like that I don't need to be knowing everything about what a person is what someone is doing or who they're talking to or um what they're doing with their time like you're not god like I feel like so many people are out here in these relationships playing god because they can't because they feel so chaotic in their relationship that they can't release the idea that you're not like you're going way above and beyond and overextending yourself if you feel like you need to be all-knowing. You have to keep tabs on, on, on people at all times, okay? And what you actually need is to be able to trust them. But you can't trust them if you can't trust yourself. You have to be able to trust your own discernment, right? You have to be able to trust that you are someone who is capable of seeing if a person is trustworthy or not. And then you also have, and that means, you know, like in my previous episodes, I talk about how to how to be safe, be a safe person and how to uh, attract safe people around you. And then another thing is that he has to be, uh, tr- like you have to be able to trust him. He has to be a trustworthy person. And when you are with a person that who is trustworthy, which is a man who is a man of his words, right? He keeps his promises. He keeps his commitments. He respects his boundaries with you. Those things, when you are able to uh, have those kinds of conversations where he can confidently affirm his, you know, his respect for your boundaries and his respect for you as a, as a sovereign person, then you'll be able to kind of release that desire for, for control, right? The second reason or the second way to stop overthinking is to recognize that it's all based on feelings. Your thoughts, those anxious thoughts, it's, it's not sometimes, a lot of times, most of the time, it's not a fact. It's just a feeling. Okay, so don't feed into it. And I'm not talking about feelings and emotions are very different from the heart and the tuition, intuition. Because if, it, if, if you're ignoring your heart or ignoring your intuition, that means you're kind of denying yourself your own truth. And it means that you're actually engaging in these self-abandoning habits, right? And what I'm saying with feelings and emotions, they're very, they're very fleeting. Like they can just like rise up really quickly with no, with no actual reason to it. Okay. It, it's just, it just kind of shows up and it has nothing to do with your relationship. Like, you know, when you're in a secure relationship, you know that he's, he's somebody that you can trust. So these, these kind of anxious thoughts that kind of trigger you to, to doubt somebody, does it sound logical to you? You know, when you when you revisit back, we revisit the thought, 
But at the time that you're experiencing it, it's important that you're not trying to feed feed into it. So the third way to stop overthinking is to have the self-love, okay? The self-worth. Do you deserve to put yourself through um, this anxiety where your body's all tense and you're you're crying and and you just feel so out of control and do you deserve this? Because if if you're at that point where those anxious thoughts is is literally feels like you're being destroyed from the inside, then it's probably time for you to give yourself that space, right? Because you're are you're not really showing up for your relationship. You're not really showing up for yourself, which is the most important thing. And then the last reason that I wrote down is to have self-trust. Can are you able to trust yourself? Are you able to, yeah, trust yourself, trust your discernment and being able to, to, you know, like to say that, hey, I trust myself to know if this person is a trustworthy person or not. And if you're wrong, which is totally fine, we're all humans, we're not going to know the outcome of every situation that we're in. And if we're wrong, if we're wrong, and if we trust a, a person that we're not supposed to, that we shouldn't have trusted, and they kind of betray us or they break our hearts, then can you trust yourself to remove yourself from that situation? Can you trust yourself to, you know, just just not give them any 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 more access to you and not being available for that kind of dynamic anymore? But yeah, with overthinking, with anxious thoughts, it's because we're afraid of an outcome, right? That's the only reason why we why we overthink is we are afraid we are afraid the outcome that we don't want is going to happen or has already happened, right? That's what we're thinking in our head. So with every with every anxious thought, there's always two outcomes. There's the outcome that will provide you relief and comfort. There's an and then there's the other outcome which will you know, uh, confirm your worst suspicions. When we are trying to move through that overthinking, we have to ask ourselves this hard question, which is, can we be okay? This is the letting go aspect, right? Can we be okay with either outcomes? Can we be okay with, uh, I'm trying to think of of an example. (sighs) Can we be okay with either outcomes happening? Because with one outcome, you're relieved because it was just you overthinking, right? The other outcome is that it it did come true. Somebody was two-timing you, for example. That's the outcome you don't want. But can you be okay with it? Because obviously no one's going to be okay with it. But can you accept it? Ooh, can you accept it? As in, can you accept the reality where you walk away from that relationship? It's because you trust yourself and you love yourself enough to walk away from that relationship that you're just not going to accept that. You're not going to be available for that anymore. A lot of times we get anxious because we have a fear of of rejection or of being alone, right? And that's because we have the scarcity mindset. We don't think that there's somebody who can give us more than what we, we actually want. And because we are afraid of losing the current person that we have or the current reality that we have, we kind of compromise our, with our standards. And, you know, like we think it's okay. I can just win some, lose some because I, I don't want to lose this man. 
I, I just need to kind of compromise my needs and maybe it'll work out in the end. Maybe we'll grow out of this. And that's that'll that's going to be the thing that feeds into your toxic relationship because you end up being resentful of them when they don't meet our standards. We become resentful of men who don't meet our standards. But at the same time, you're actually not even upholding your standards. They're just preferences. We need to ask ourselves, like, why are we still being available for that type of relationship? Why do we still give them access? So that's why the self-love and the self-trust is so important is because when we actually have those, we're going to be able to recognize that we don't need to put ourselves in a position to be anxious. We're not going to do that. And a secure relationship won't it won't give us this perpetual state of anxiety. Like this, the, this relationship just makes me anxious all the time, 24 seven. And I have been in those relationships and it's honestly soul sucking. <laughs> and I just really, really either want you guys to get out of those types of relationship or really figure out a way to, mm, yeah, just get out of that <laughs> because I, it's painful, right? It's really painful and it doesn't take much for for someone to give you, uh, to make you anxious free, uh, an environment that is anxious free. It takes consistency and communication. And sometimes, you know, even in secure relationships, you'll, you know, you, you have those trauma wounds where you'll have certain thoughts come up because they used to come up all the time in the past. Sometimes they'll come up and then you'll be able to recognize it for what it is, which is just a thought. It's just a feeling and you don't have to feed into it. One last thing I'd like to say is that when we are experiencing an anxious thought, then uh, we, we don't have to be afraid of it, right? We don't have to be afraid with it. We don't have to beat ourselves up. We can just see it as what it is and then we can, if we can, let it go. But if we can't let it go, then we can talk about it with the, with our person, right? With the people that uh, is, you know, related to this situation. So I wanted to read you an excerpt, ec- an excerpt of this book, Letting Go. I, I just really liked how he worded it. So he says that he talks about the letting go technique. And he says, by continuously letting go, it is possible to stay in that state of freedom Feelings come and go, and eventually you realize that you are not your feelings, but that the real you is merely witnessing them. You stop identifying with them. And this is why, guys, I really dislike the labeling of anxious attachment styles and labeling people as either anxious attached or avoidant attached. Because you're, why, why does this world have to exist on labels all the time? Because then you start identifying with it and you think that, oh, I'm just an anxious person. This is what I do. And that pisses me off. Like that, it makes me so mad when people just label certain things, which has, which is so much more nuanced, right? But yeah, so yeah, that's my point is we don't have to be, we don't have to identify with, with, with being anxious, right? We can just see it as, okay, this is just a feeling. This is just a thought. Let me, let me step away if we're really experiencing a huge discomfort and then revisit it and then be kind of inquisitive about it and just curious about it and see, okay, what made me think this way, but approach it in a, in a lighthearted way, not in a way that's going to drive you crazy, right? Uh, so but approach it in a way where where it's like can i is it okay for me to let this go can i can i let this go or is it just something that 
we need to express to somebody, okay? But a lot of times, we just have to recognize that it's all, a lot of it is very internal, is that we have to release these certain desires in our hearts to, to, try, to, to try to control an outcome, right? Because we're so afraid of these, the negative outcome from happening. But, but yeah, guys, uh, yeah, I've talked uh, quite a bit today. So I am going to go now. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys uh, got some out of it. If you have any, you know, feedback, please message me. Thank you. Bye.